Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry. And with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. In the year 2000, Eric and I worked on the book Mormonism 101. And then in 2015, Baker Book did a reprint of the book. And of course, we added a lot of what we call bells and whistles to that edition, making it worthwhile for people to take a look at it. But then in 2016, Eric worked on a project, and it was called Mormonism 101 for Teens. Now, Eric, the reason why you felt to do 101 for Teens is because there really was nothing out at the time that was geared towards a younger audience. Now, there was a book that came out in the late 1990s that was titled Dudes at the Door that was written by Dr. James White and Kevin Johnson, no relation to you. But this was a book that was meant to help a younger audience, but it didn't really just deal with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. It dealt not only with Mormon theology, but it also dealt with the Watchtower Society or the Jehovah's Witnesses. You wanted to do something that was more geared towards helping younger people better understand the theology of the LDS Church. And so you came out with this book in 2016. Now, you self-published it. And why did you self-publish it? Well, the the audience is very narrow because we're talking about a particular religion and then teenagers who most likely would be Christian. So there would not be very many people to buy this book. I realized a publisher is in business to make money, and I have no problem with that. So from the very beginning, I decided to put this together in 2016, as, as you said, To follow Mormonism 101, which our subtitle is called Examining the Religion of the Latter-day Saints, I felt that this book is a good book. It's a good introductory primer to understand the differences between Mormonism and Christianity when it comes to its doctrines. But I felt that for a 13, 14, 15-year-old, especially somebody who lived in a Mormon culture like Idaho, Utah, or even Arizona— that this might go over their heads a little bit too much. So I decided to take this concept of Mormonism 101, direct it to teenagers, and then I subtitled this book, The Religion of the Latter-day Saints Simplified, to show that you're going to get the same kind of information, but you're going to have it in a simpler format, as well as talking about issues that would relate to teenagers, such as should a Christian teen date a Latter-day Saint? So that's talked about in the 101 for Teens book. That's not talked about in our adult book, Mormonism 101. Now let me brag on you a little bit, because you used to teach at Christian High in El Cajon, California, and I used to substitute teach at the same school. And sometimes I filled in for your class. But you have a way of communicating with young people. I think you and I both have a heart for young people. I I still, to this day, work with the young people in in my church. I have young men that that I try to educate on, on Wednesdays. 
But we both have a desire to want to train young people to not only better understand their Christian faith, but also to be able to share that faith in an effective manner, just as you and I both have a heart to educate the body of Christ as a whole. But I think you are really good at trying to get what is important from the Bible across to younger people. And you've done this in this book, Mormonism 101 for Teens. You mentioned you have a chapter in the book that deals with dating. Now, of course, we don't have anything like that in the standard Mormonism 101. Certainly, it's an important topic, but probably not one that most adults reading that edition would be interested in. And you're right. I think the amount of pages that is in Mormonism 101 might be a little daunting for a lot of younger people, perhaps. Perhaps not some, but for, I would say, maybe most. And so you've trimmed this down, and I want to talk about some of the things that you have done, because you just came out with the revised fourth edition. This came out in January of 2022, and you did make some revisions in it. We were talking about some of those revisions. One of them had to do with witnessing to Latter-day Saints in public events like, for instance, the Mormon Miracle Pageant. Well, the Mormon Miracle Pageant is no longer. When Russell M. Nelson came into power as the 17th president of the church, the pageants kind of were left by the wayside, and so they don't have the Mormon Miracle Pageant any longer. So you did take that section out. You want to elaborate on that a little more? Yeah, I, there are some adjustments in this edition from the other three. There were always, each edition has had several different adjustments, but I probably made more in this one than any other. Rewrote some parts, wanting to make it more understandable. But the part you're talking about was a page that invited high school students to possibly come to a pageant like the Mormon Miracle Pageant that we used to go to every year for years and years, because we would take high school students out there. We would have youth groups from San Diego, where we used to live, come, and it would change their perspective on evangelism. The desire to want to share their faith, we found that to be a very important place for many Christian teens to be able to learn how to, what I call, own their own faith, to know not only what they believe, but then to be able to translate that in a conversation with the Latter-day Saint teen. And you know, when we would do training for the young people who were planning on going, let's say, to the Mormon Miracle Pageant, many times it was pretty intense. I mean, there was a lot of reading that they had to do, and there was a lot of intense teaching on how to share your faith, things to bring up, things not to bring up. And I had heard comments from some of the young people that went through those classes and then ultimately came up to Utah to share their faith in a venue such as that. And the comments were usually the same, that it was one of the more intense things that they were involved in, in a youth context. It took a lot out of them to prepare for this, but oftentimes I would hear after they would go home that it was one of the more rewarding things that they were ever involved in. So if you're going to assume that kids are not interested at all in this, you're wrong. You just have to put them in a situation like that and encourage them to do so. And I think you're going to find that the results are very pleasing. I remember at that pageant, I had one of my students, because I taught Bible for a number of years at a Christian school. I was a Bible department head even at the school called Christian High in El Cajon, California. But one of my students went with the youth group to this pageant and spent a week there. 
And I'll never forget, we were standing in line at Miller's, which is the local cafe, at the end of our evangelism. This is after 9.30 when the pageant started. And this one young lady came up to me and said, Mr. Johnson, you won't believe it, but I shared my faith today. And I said, that's awesome. And she said, it was the first time I've ever done it. I actually did it. Now, this was their last night there. They were leaving after Miller's to go home. And she said, it was scary this entire week, and I... I was observing, but I shared my faith. She says, I can do it. And that's the kind of thing I like to encourage for high school students. I did take that page out in this uh, fourth edition, and instead of talking specifically about Manti, it's called Opportunities in Sharing the Christian Faith. So I give several different ideas of how you, as a high schooler, as a teenager, can actually share, even if you live in Utah and maybe half of your friends are LDS and another quarter might be atheists. I know my daughters went to a public school here in Utah and they were involved very heavily in the music department. It was interesting that there were no other Christians of 80 kids except for my kids and they were either LDS or agnostic and atheist. My kids had to learn how to own their own faith just by talking to these other kids. My youngest daughter tells me the story. They were on their way to some kind of event at St. George on a bus, and she was grilled by half the bus for most of the ride, asking her lots of questions. And my daughter, based on what she had learned, was able to have answers for them and had a productive conversation. She was very excited when she got home to say, wow, you know, I was able to communicate. These kids were a little hostile, telling me that I didn't believe right in the way that I believed, and yet at the end of it, they they said, I admire you for standing up because there were 30 of us grilling you on the bus ride, and you were the only one, and you stood up. They acknowledged that, and she had a lot of friends who were LDS who who uh, looked up to her as, in fact, she was a leader. For two years, she was the uh, drum major for the marching band, and so she had a leadership role, and she was able to share her faith in that kind of way. One of the things that I always appreciated when we would go to the Mormon Miracle Pageant is there were a lot of young people that were there that would come up in various groups, many of them from California, many of them from the Midwest. And the people who were leading those groups were very interested in educating these young people to know what they were getting into. Because let's be serious, folks, when you come to an event like the Mormon Miracle Pageant or you're going to witness one-on-one with Latter-day Saints, it's like throwing someone in the deep end. It would be cruel to throw them in the deep end with no instruction whatsoever. And so a lot of these youth group leaders, as well as ourselves, when we would train some of these groups that would come up, we wanted to get them ready for this. This is where I think if a young person will read this, there will be enough information in this book that will prepare them for the conversations that they may be getting into, such as the conversations that your daughters would get into in a public school environment. I think if you're a parent of a Christian teenager living in an area such as Idaho, Nevada, uh, Utah, Arizona, and you want your student to be able to own their own faith. And to be able to do that, they need to know the Bible, but they also need to know what other people believe. And so that's what this book does in three sections. The first section is called The Worldview of Mormonism. We take a look at the language, the founder of Mormonism, and the attraction of Mormonism. And then section two, we do the doctrines of Mormonism. So we're giving the student the same kinds of ideas as Mormonism 101. And then we do the relationships in Mormonism 
Judaism, and this is where it gets very specific with teenagers. But if you're a Christian parent, I highly recommend that you consider getting a book and putting it in their hands. In fact, we at MRM want to get that book into teens' hands. And this new edition, the only place you can get it is at MRM.org through March 31st. The book is only $7, and it's free shipping. All you have to do is go to our website, MRM.org slash teens hyphen sale teens hyphen sale after mrm.org and the cost is only seven dollars it's normally ten dollars but we would like to get that book into the hands of as many young people as we possibly can so there's an offer that i hope that people will take advantage of but don't as a parent just assume that they know what mormonism is teaching or that they have any idea of the differences because i have seen many young people end up becoming mormons based on their their relationships with their mormon friends at school it's important to understand folks that just as with adults who are reluctant to share their faith because they really don't know what to say that once they have a game plan once they have somewhat of an outline of what they could bring up they feel much more confident in doing so It's the same with our young people, and this book is certainly going to help them in that regard. It's mrm.org slash teens hyphen sale, and through March 31st, the cost for the book is only $7, but you have to get it through mrm.org slash teens hyphen sale. Tomorrow, we're going to continue talking about this new revision that Eric has come up with for his book, Mormonism 101 for Teens. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another viewpoint on Mormonism.